Welcome back to the square. I am your host, Curtis the Fifth. And I'm Curtis the Fourth. And we are again back talking football. This is going to be a staple week after week from now on as we gear up for training camp literally days away now uh, with Pittsburgh and Dallas taking the field (laughs) on the 21st. Hall of Fame game is happening on the 5th of August. Uh, Today is just the 19th of of July. So, I mean, we are literally on the doorstep to football season. And we are going to continue our series of previewing and kind of giving an overview of each division here last week we did the afc east this week we're going to jump to the other conference the nfc east and talk about the nfc least um (laughs) yeah so before we dive into that everybody please again like rate and subscribe to the show you want to continue to grow here so sharing is always appreciated um and we will go ahead and dive right in oh Follow us on Twitter as well, at the underscore square pod. Let's talk football. All right. Kind of basically same kind of thing that we did last week. Kind of division winners, biggest additions and subtractions, and some key storylines. You want to get the elephant out of the room? Uh, (laughs) Which one? As far as division winner? Yeah. Oh, Dallas anyway. Just talking Dallas. Oh, no. Let's actually start with that. Who do you have winning this division? Not Dallas. Not Dallas either. <laughs> I've seen so many different theories and thoughts on how this division is going to play out. A lot of them with Dallas ending up winning it for some somehow getting to 10 wins. Um, oh, gosh. Which I will attest, I do not have Dallas winning 10 games. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, but at the end of the day, I took Washington. And... I ended hell, sir. Yes. I got Washington. Washington, of course, right. the division winner. All right. Well, I think that they just, uh, I believe in their defense, which Dallas clearly does not have. And before Dak went down last year. No, I I, I agree. And I, I, I don't <laughs> think much changed in the division. I mean, there's been changes, but as far as positioning with these four teams, yeah. ain't much, much hasn't changed. It's like, okay, Washington. I'll go Dallas next, you know. Yeah, I took Dallas second and I took and New York third. Philadelphia, you are not even a discussion that's to me. I actually took Philadelphia over there. Really? Yes. And I even have Philadelphia higher on my power ranking. Well, let's talk about Philadelphia first then, because that's interesting. Okay. Where where do you see Philadelphia pulling out more wins? What what is what do you let me actually let me renege on that question. What do you think Philadelphia is adding that is valuable to more wins? Uh, <laughs> nothing overly significant. However, I just <laughs> this you had me trying to explain <laughs> a bad team in a good element. This is very difficult to do. <laughs> but, well, so then is it because is it more because of Philadelphia? Just, is it more because of New York sucks? I, I okay, I get, we can go into New York sucks, but it, <laughs> it's I think I <laughs> just man, these two teams are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and I just for some reason I just have a redeeming quality just to say that Philadelphia has a, a little wherewithal sense right now okay. at this current stage of where we are in the NFL to be just a little bit better than them. And I just New York is like the Detroit Lions of the NFC East. I'm just 
it, it, they have this when they're good, they're good. But when they are bad, they have a choking element, a just ba- lose badly element. Yeah, that's just they have not did anything different. They had got some shiny toys and put it in the window. I'm I, just sorry. I'm Kenny Galladay didn't do it for me. <laughs> it just didn't. I, now. I'm a little bit more higher on their number twenty of pick that Mr. Unknown guy, Mr. Underdog himself. Uh Kadarius Tony? Yeah. I'm like just just by the reports. I'm like, I'm I'm a little curious about him. I'm curious, but I don't see what but, everybody else is seeing. Uh, what in this I'm kid. saying is, hell, I wouldn't be surprised in this kind of scenario if and it's just me. I'm sad I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not making any hard tent hard take here. That this dude actually outperforms, you know. Galladay throughout the season based okay. on just how on gameplay. I'm is he better than Galladay? Hell no, not even close. I just, I like I would say, I said back way back when he made the sign, I think this is just a bad fit for him, you know, because he went for he left a bad team and went to a slightly, slightly better team, which is bad still. It's still a bad yeah. team, you know, and at a bad stage, I mean, he can be that piece that helps turn the, turn the ship, but when the ship turns, your career would be about done and they're mm-hmm. going to move on. So, well, let's get back to but Philadelphia. Yeah, but, that, but 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 the Philadelphia thing, I not a super hard take. I it just I think they just a slightly a little bit better than New York. New York has man, they got they look they in a complete re- rebuild. I, Philadelphia, I think Philadelphia is too. They no, I think Philadelphia needs to be in one. They just haven't gotten there yet. Now with that, they can add a few different pieces and it can be better. In in general, now they lost Carson Wentz. If they want to go to Jalen Hurts project, great, fine. Time whatever. time out. They did not whatever. lose Carson Wentz. They shipped Carson Wentz right out the door. Lose him, <laughs> ship him. Look, I'm not a Carson Wentz fan. I already like I questioned them keeping him in the first place. I told you why the when Nick Foles gave we won a Super Bowl. Keep Nick Foles. Trade Carson Wentz right now. And you're like, no, you bring him back, and he could do. It. Yeah, he could do all those things, but he didn't. <laughs> but, I, but I gave a very clear explanation as to why it didn't happen because they kept Nick Foles. You had to get, not, and it doesn't fine, even matter if you, you get rid of Carson Wentz or you get rid of Nick Foles. They had to choose one, and they didn't, and that's where they that's where they effed up. That's fine. They they just it, it wasn't handled well. No matter what what the scenario was, Carson Wentz wasn't the answer. That's in my opinion, it just wasn't the answer. I mean, and I have firsthand experience. Nick Foles wasn't either. I didn't say he was. <laughs> I just know Carson Wentz wasn't. And well, we're about to see with Indianapolis, but, but that's not about Carson Wentz. Right, it's not about, <laughs> it's about Carson Philadelphia. But, but like I was saying, we'll see what the Jalen Hurts experiment is. Um, but it just for what I'm looking at, it just seems to be more upside coming from the um the the Eagles as uh, Eagles aspect. Not much upside. Hmm. It, it it just like I said, if I had to pick one or the other, I I just think. Philadelphia's going to be just a tad bit better this year. You know, not saying that, saying much. But well, I'm just look I'm just looking at the addition. Now, it's still falling in last. I don't have a, you know, I don't, I don't have a hard take. Like, oh my God, how could you? How could you not put New York at the? No, it's. <laughs> I just I'm not looked at both. This like, whole division can be in last place for all I care. And that's what I'm getting. At. <laughs> yeah, hell, I mean, one Washington of them might go to the be playoffs. at the bottom, and I would. If, should we really be surprised if Washington just fell off this year? I'm not no. saying that they will. Nothing even pointing to that direction. But the only reason why I have Washington so high is because I do truly believe in their defense. And at the end of the day, Ryan Fitzpatrick, even though he is not the greatest quarterback since sliced bread, he is not the worst quarterback of all time. He's better than Mitch Trubisky, so I think he can get you some wins. So that's where I'm at with with, with their situation. And we'll talk about Washington and Dallas in a minute. 
But just looking at the additions from Philadelphia, the only key ads that they have are Devontae Smith, the rookie wide receiver, Ryan Kerrigan, the defensive end, and Joe Flacco as a, as a backup quarterback, which is their most important position in Philadelphia for some reason. <laughs> so at the end of the day, like that offense and even their defense for that matter, I have no, uh, I, I have no clear outlook on where they're going to be better in by any means, uh, at for any of this throughout this entire season. Right. Um, and then you lost Corey Clement, who was your, he was a pretty key gadget player for them. Right. And you also lose Deshaun Jackson, who is your life lifelong wide receiver there. Right. So that's more veterans and more experience that you're losing in the locker room as well for a young team with a young quarterback who did not look good last year to me. I like, well, I, he, and I get it. Yes. He was thrown out there. Yes, he was thrown out there. Plus, everybody was injured as well. So there, there is that key as well. But I just, right. I don't see the guys coming back. I mean, Travis Fulgham was their best wide receiver last year when they were healthy. Right. So, an undrafted rookie free agent that you're bringing I, in to be your best wide receiver—that's the kid who you were expecting this, to come back healthy and save Philadelphia. A, I don't see it. This is a weird, and I, I get it, and I agree. This is a weird division. Yeah, and it's just. It's going to be an underachieving division. Good football is going to be played within it at times, but we when hope. it comes to wins and losses, <laughs> it's not going to look good. It's no. just this is going to be another low winning division this year, and I don't have them at high wins at all. You know, it's just no. I think it's going to be really close, and I just think it's just like I'm gonna just get this out of the way right now. Right I have Washington winning the division. Like I said, I have them below 500. Whoa. Okay. Well, and we'll, 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 let's, whoa, okay. Let's, <laughs> whoa. So we'll we'll get into that in a second. Matrix. <laughs> Miss me uh, with that. <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um now let's talk the Giants a little bit. <laughs> I, I guess let's talk the Giants in, in, for a second here. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's thoughts on the Giants this year is what the hell is Daniel Jones going to be this year? Is that not the question that first comes to mind when it comes to the New York Giants? Has to be. Yeah, so there's that, and then Saquon Barkley is returning. So, oh, did you see reports today? No. Oh, did I miss something big? He did. Oh no. He did. Did Saquon Barkley get injured again? No, he didn't get injured per se. Oh, is it? Oh, are you talking about him being? Maybe not ready for week one. Yes. Okay. Yes, I did see that. That's that's what that's big. It is, but to me, I'm like I I didn't expect him to be ready for week one in the first place. So when people saw this story come out, I was like, I expected him to probably be slow for the first month of the they season. Never said that. I know they didn't. I said that uh, when I initially saw when I when I've been doing all of my research for for New York in in this division as a whole, I was I was doing all, all of this under the impression that you're going to have a less than average Saquon Barkley for the first month of the season. That's just me. So I wasn't really shocked by this report because I expected it. I witnesses this just came out in the beginning. Because they're keeping be everything under wraps. They, what, they don't what want... What is there to gain by now releasing it now as opposed to not releasing it earlier? I don't know. I, I don't... 
Again, so I don't think New York is the best organization by any means. I just I I get why why you want to know why they're at the bottom. <laughs> I'm just I mean I, I I didn't even feel like it was coming at me with anything. I'm like really? I mean yeah. like, okay. I'll, as we talk, it all just unfolds itself. It's just a mess. But go ahead. But I I think Saquon's eventually going to be back to somewhat healthy now if he can stay healthy i know that's one of your big things about about this kid is is hey you got one big in- injury under your belt now is this going to continue that that is a definite question mm-hmm. for sure we i, I i'm hoping because i do think that he has a lot of talent i'm i'm hoping to see him back to his regular form because i, I wanted to see him have some sort of like an ap return because having good running backs in the league is always going to be nice they're never going to get paid that's a whole nother conversation but hey uh, <laughs> um but yeah so him being out for probably not even out just not himself for the first month mm-hmm. again expected to me but they don't have a tough schedule in the first place so you're adding Kenny Galladay. You're got more running back power in Corey Clement coming over as well. Now you lost Alvin Tomlinson. You lost Kyler Fackrell. You lost Kevin Zeitler. So there's a lot of issues on this team. There's a lot of holes hmm. on this team. But that's why I have him in third place. Okay. I do think that they can get wins, and and I'm, I'm this is also. I'm expecting Daniel Jones to take some sort of a step forward. I'm not saying he's having a breakout year or anything like that. This is not some outlandish take or anything like that. No. I just don't think that he's going to be god-awful. I don't think he's going to be the worst quarterback in the league. I don't think he was last year. Okay. So I think with average, at best, QB play, this this roster has enough, especially with Saquon getting back hopefully in October, full health. I think that they can win games running the offense through Saquon Barkley when he's healthy. What about that trash defense, though? That's why I don't have them winning too many games. Just this is why they're twenty-five on my power ranking. I'm just so I mean I know we I know that really the story is the offense, but I just don't think this offense with the defense for for where they really are ranked mm-hmm. in the league. This offense is not good enough. I'm like no, it's not best efforts. Not even close. You know, it's just, oh, this is gonna go. This is gonna go south fast. And I just, <laughs> I, I, and for some reason, I just think Philadelphia can weather the storm a little bit better. Yeah, and just f- finish just a slight tad better than them. That's, I just don't, you know. But if I'm slightly off by two, two games or three games, it's the NFC East. Yeah, <laughs> whatever the case, I they won't be a second or first. I know that. How about that? No, yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do not expect the Giants no, to be anywhere I'm near the top of this any division. Sleep about whether they finish third or fourth in the division. Does it matter? They won't be in the playoffs, so it doesn't. You know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how one NBA NFL player goes into the league into the season knowing <laughs> you're not going to the playoffs. I mean, don't give me that. You never know. Is it really, dude? Look at these rousters. Yeah, it's they're not good, and that, and that's why I have them at the bottom. I agree with you. They they could be flip flop turned either way with Philadelphia. Right. It's just I don't see Philadelphia. And, I, and, I, and that's fine. It, yeah. It's almost I think it's it's good that we even came to this conclusion. Like I think it's it could be seen both ways, really. Yeah. But that's what I said. I don't even have a hard take. I'm like hell. I might have. I could see me over predicting this. I wasn't. I didn't feel. I didn't take a hard stance on it. It was just mm-hmm. like, eh, if I had to, eh, give me that. You're Philadelphia. You know, it's it's crapshoot. You know, yeah. I'm like man, you know, I'm like man, we talking these 
20 these guys in the, my 20s in the power rankings i mean I don't have high expectations for you all no you know? not at all let's talk about the teams that could possibly win the division there we go um <laughs> after we talked about the painful yeah <laughs> after we talk about the ugly let's talk about the bad um <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> by no yeah. means is there any good in this division. <laughs> no, uh, no, it just man, uh, where, where do you want to start, Washington or Dallas? You, you, you. Take it away. You know, Let's get you know. Dallas out of the way. I don't, I don't want to dwell on them too much. Um, I guess Dak is back. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see Dak is <laughs> he's going to be back. I mean, the the videos that he's putting out in his workouts. Mm-hmm. It, uh, hey. He's my quarterback in my on my fantasy team, so I'm, I I do want to see good things out of him. Uh, no, but taking fantasy aside, taking betting aside, let's talk football here. This roster is trash. <laughs> now I will say, Micah Parsons. I am I'm Dallas is interesting to me only because they're rookies. Rookie Micah Parsons is very interesting to see. I know they have a they I think they have tied for the most new rookies on their roster uh, with the Minnesota Vikings. But uh yeah, this this roster, you didn't need a linebacker. You had Jalen Smith, you had a Leighton Vander Esch. Why do you need to add another linebacker? You don't really I, but Micah Parsons is the he to me, he was the best prospect on the in the entire draft. Right. So Hey, you got the best, the best available. Cool, um, but then you also go out and you get Keanu Neal, safety. Uh, poached him from Atlanta from the the depths of ineptitude on the defensive end. He, I think, he was the one good thing on Atlanta's defense last year. So getting him over there, I think that was a huge upgrade for their safety position. But then you go out and you don't re-sign your only good corner in uh, Chadovia Wuzier. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a tit for tat type of thing where you still have a crappy defense where like you did, you got a, you got a great prospect in Micah Parsons who isn't really going to help you because you already have pretty good linebackers and your defensive backs suck and you just replaced a good one for a good one. That's it. Mm -hmm. So I'm to me, Dallas is in the same position that they were last year. You have a high powered offense. And then lost a bishop. Yep. <laughs> like okay. You have a high-powered offense with a with a defense that is going to get scored on on every single drive, mm-hmm. whether it's a field goal or if it's a touchdown. I'm expecting them to be the worst-rated defense in the NFL next year, and that is the reason why they won't win this division. Worse than Houston. Yes. Okay. Hey, I'm. So all in Texas, the reason so why is because <laughs> the Texans' issues are mainly up front in the front seven, which yeah. this is not a run-first league. Dallas's issues are in the back end, on the defensive back end, and you have two linebackers and three linebackers now that really play more. Well, I guess it's kind of fifty-fifty. Some of them play rush, rush defense, and the other ones are more drop back in coverage, mm-hmm. uh, like Michael Parsons. But Michael Parsons can do both, so. Kind of gotten some sort of an element there with Micah Parsons. Do think it was a great pick for them. I, I'm not going to say after you lost out on the two great corners, J.C. Horn and uh, Patrick Sertain in the draft, mm-hmm. Micah Parsons was your best option there, and it's not a bad option to go with. I'm not bashing them for taking Micah Parsons by no means. Well, you uh, know they lost a pick. Damn. Yeah, when there was a little shake up there at the end of the 
the beginning of the first round. Yeah, into <laughs> the first ten picks. Yeah. So it, I mean, to me, Dallas is just in a really crappy situation. That defense is just that freaking bad. I I, I don't expect them to, like the, at the beginning of the season. Those first five games where Dak was there, they were scoring forty points a game. They were giving up fifty two points a game. Like it, like you you, you just right. can't keep pace. And yes, you got another year under C D Lamb's belt. You have another year under that receiving core. But I just don't think that's going to translate into enough wins, especially with Dak still getting his legs under him. No, oh, I agree. Um like I got yeah, they don't have the monumentally moving the you know, the needle in the win loss column either. But it's just they're going to have this really interesting offense that's going to be really like the Miami Dolphins of the 90s and the 80s night Miami Dolphins teams, you know, 4.0 over here. They're just going to have a souped-up version where it's going to be like just so-called high-powered offense where with no, no little to no defense whatsoever. Yeah. A very weird conundrum that you see in the NFL, but this – it does exist throughout the time and history of time, and it, it now it's starting to repeat itself here in Dallas. And I was like, "How could you be so, so offensively top heavy and so I mean, just bottom basement when it comes to the defense? Like the defense is almost non-existent. Yeah, it's it's horrible. Like this is the most lopsided team I've seen. They've spent all of their money on the offensive end, and they try to build within the draft with these with these picks. And you hit on the linebackers. You drafted Jalen Smith. You drafted Leighton Van Der Esch. You drafted Micah Parsons. Get some freaking DBs. And yes, Keanu Neal. I I I actually really he's one of my favorite defensive backs in the league. Mm-hmm. Keanu Neal is. I'm probably the only person who's really watched him outside of Atlanta, who because nobody cares about Atlanta's defense, but. I have watched him, and he 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 can play. He is a safe. He can play free safety, strong safety, wherever you want him. He's very flexible, and I, I really like have that. Have him listed as a linebacker. Kind of Neil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I guess they're probably putting him at strong safety then, because uh, I know they list him as a linebacker, but strong safeties play that nickel uh, linebacker a lot. So okay. I think that's why they they put him in that position. Um, okay. okay. So he's not really. He's more of the. Ed Reed type, or sorry, he's more of the Troy Polamalu type than the Ed Reed type. Okay. Ed Reed played, flied around in the backfield, getting picks everywhere, and then he'll lay the smack on you. But then Troy Polamalu was basically a glorified fast linebacker. Right. He'd be right up on the line. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's where the kind of difference between free safety and strong safety is. Um, so if they're putting him, if they're saying he's a strong safety, then they got another linebacker then. So like... So then you just lost Jadobia Wuzier, and now you have no, you have literally a worse uh, corner or a defensive backcourt than you did last year. And you guys gave up all the yards last year on the defensive back end. So, like, man, that's, I, I there's, that does, where, I'm at a loss for it. Like, I, I just don't, that does, how is that translating into, how is Dallas going to be the winner of this? I don't see how people keep saying Dallas is a hands-down winner of this division. No. I just I, don't see it. I think what's happening is just this this romanticized small sample size that we got to see Dak Prescott play last year. Last year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and when you translate that, <laughs> that little moment, <laughs> 
that little microcosm of a moment, and you translate it and fast forward it to the the opponent being a Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, that's where this comes from. It's just because you people can't see past the 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 fist, the fist magic, you know. Well, and, but and no, no, but that being said, I'm not even a fan of this guy. Like, yeah. but if he has not proved anything else. He has proved that man. He's a he's an efficient game manager, and he gets he can get it done. So, but, and in but, this division, but even if you can't see past Ryan Fitzpatrick, going back to that little microcosm that we had last year, yeah, that didn't translate into any wins. They had zero wins at the time, I, and this is what, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, you, I don't you're know. Absolutely right, and that's what. I, I wasn't even getting there. I'm like, you're absolutely right. It didn't even matter because, hell, I mean. He played fantastic, but they still just, didn't win games. And I, because of fantasy, I didn't get caught up in it because I was able to be grounded because it was just affecting me. But the point being was, dude, we can't ignore what's happening here. This team is bad. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's like this is not a good team. They have some very good pieces. But with that defense being that bad, it really puts a strain on this offense to the point of, Y'all have to play near perfect just to be really competitive in the game. I ain't say to win the game, just to be competitive. You know, to now, even can be they win games? Sure, because there's going to be some teams that's going to help them win games because they're going to just just not have it that day. And and, and, and I do and, think and Dak they, is worth quite a few wins. Dak yes, is that good. I like that alone can get you. You know, it can get you some wins. Yeah, and not, but it's not going to position you to be a serious. That alone is not going to position you to be a serious playoff contender. That's not all, at all, you know. And let alone, and in, in this troublesome division, that's definitely not going to help you in your division, you know. Because when it def- definitely comes down to y'all dropping these games, these division games are going to be detrimental to one another. You another know? stat that I have that's probably going to this one definitely probably isn't going to pan out. But what I've seen from what I'm looking at, uh-huh. I have everybody splitting in this division. Interesting. Like, I don't see, like, even Washington, I don't see them going on the road into Philadelphia and winning. They got a point, they. Eh? <laughs> I mean, like, I like know defense stale, travels, I know run game travels, but at the end of the day, we are in a pass happy league. Yeah, this is a, this, this division is like a stalemate division. It's just. Whoever makes it into the playoffs is getting knocked out round one. Again, I can see that. Yeah, they don't <laughs> drop their home game. Like it was and nice, then, and yeah. we'll talk about. Hopefully, soon we'll be able to do an episode on this. But that I think that's one of the rules that really needs to change in the NFL. Winning a division means nothing. I'm sorry, you, you winning a division should get you a playoff berth. It for damn sure should not get you a home playoff game. I agree. If they want to, like. Still, still showed the validity to divisions because yeah. at the end of the day, you could have took out the aspect that it didn't. Ha- divisions didn't have to be um, necessarily integral to, you know, where you place in the play um, playoffs, as opposed to just you know, you win your division, you get a playoff. It's just it ba- should be as simple as right. That. It's just or it's just based on just the fact of you know region. Yeah. That you actually put the right regional players. That's why you're divided over here, just based on where you are. Not, you know, we got these makeshift rivalries we created over the course of time. And now here we are. Now we got to even make it further and complicate that. Now we're going to compound it where we're going to give a division winner a home, a home playoff game where you might rank 
worse than four teams, other teams in 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 the conference. Like, yeah, does that make any kind of you know mathematical sense to anybody? I'm like, that's that's why why are we giving this designated handicap spot? And it's a handicap, you know. It's just like. Yeah. We just giving this designated playoff spot, like you know, to you know, to here comes the little. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> getting sensitive over here on the line. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, moving on. But it, it's yeah, they moving forward. Yeah, I, yeah. I just, I don't see like again. Dallas got worse. Yes, they got. They, you're getting Dak back. That is a massive win for you but you got worse defensively. And when you had Dak last year, that sample size showed me that having a fantastic offense or not even a fantastic offense. Sorry. You, you had a, you had a good offense last year. Mm-hmm. You were putting up points. You're like that Atlanta game. That was the only game that you won with Dak based off of Atlanta, making an, a, a huge egregious mistake on an onside kick. The only reason why you won that game, but because your defense was giving up so many points. Like it, easily I feel like in that that stretch it was about 40 to 50 points a game that they were giving up. Right. And and you don't see that in the NFL nowadays. No. Even not- in the time of just pass happy football, 40 points a game, are you kidding me? That's you, insane. You don't see it. You don't. That's nec- ten points a quarter. You don't. You don't even <laughs> see the worst defenses bottom out like that. No. You know this is. They'll yeah. have a bend mentality, but they d- defenses do not break that way, and that's because they literally cannot stop a single thing over the top. Those defensive backs are that bad. Mm. So I mean, I, I'm and, and again, I like. I like Dak. I don't really like. Dallas. Uh, let me <laughs> rephrase that. I, 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 I'm, I'm unbiased to Dallas. I feel like I, I, just, I look at Dallas for what they are. I've been going on a rant for the last three years saying that they're not America's team because they, they don't win. But that's just based off of sure what I'm watching on the field. Why is this America's team? Like this team isn't good. Like and and it's not because I hate Jerry Jones or I hate Dallas. Like I don't give a, I don't give a damn who it is. This could be Chicago for all I care. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm pretty, I, I, I'm very biased towards Chicago and my love for them, but I'm very honest about what they are. And I'm saying right here, right now, Dallas, sorry, you're not it. You're not going to the playoffs. And if you do, it's going to be off of some sheer luck. It is not off of anything that you're going to do. Hmm. Okay. Um. So <clears throat> let's, let's talk about who we do think is going to win the division then. The, first placed air quotes there guys with Washington <laughs> football team here which yeah. let's first start off I will have to give some credence to the NFL for forcing again air quotes there forcing Daniel Snyder to resign hmm. but I will say NFL that was weak this man is a sex offender and a he he I, I'm gonna take a hard stance. This dude needs to be out of the league. Hmm. He should not own an NFL team, and I'm saying that as Curtis the Fifth, not as a square entity or anything like that. This is solely Curtis the Fifth's opinion. Daniel Snyder needs to go. This this man, for him to be able to sell his rights to the team to his wife and have his wife take over the team, just to so his face isn't in the building, mm-hmm. but he's still getting paid. <clears throat> 
Loophole of loopholes. NFL, that is that is the weakest stance I've ever seen. That is that to me, honestly, that's worse than the Ray Rice situation. Hmm. I mean, and that you you have strong you have strong take and you got valid points. <laughs> I I'm just I'm not even gonna ha- right. if you want to get into it, we can, no, but I, I'm gonna really. leave it at that. That is my opinion. Not really. Not really. <laughs> that that that's an episode that could be an episode unto itself. All right. Well, let's talk football then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now the other stuff going on in football. That I think for Washington, this team will really this team epitomizes the question of does defense really win championships or championship titles or division titles in that case? Hmm. Because this team is all defense in a serviceable offense if they can stay healthy. That's my thing. Like, I don't think this offense can stay healthy. Uh, Everybody on this offense, every key member of this offense outside of uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick has been injured for extended amounts of time. I mean, I know the rookie running back, Antonio Gibson, his second year is coming up, and so, fine. That's a small sample size, but still. A.D. McKissick wasn't hurt. He was an integral part of the offense last week. I'm just using. I'm. It ain't. It ain't a great move. But I'm just gonna use some bombshell name. But he was very efficient and he was very healthy last year. I mean, I, let's, I wish. I wish he got hurt last year. <laughs> he was killing my guy. Man. <laughs> uh, I mean, their key ads obviously Ryan Fitzpatrick, huge addition at quarterback. Curtis Samuel oh, at man. wide receiver. Huge. That's massive. And then Charles Leno, well, they got him uh, quietly, know. quiet as kept. They they snagged him at the end of the free uh, end of free agency. He's still skip going over on. my man Adam Humphreys like that. The the prototypical number three. <laughs> Wherever he goes, he's the number three guy. <laughs> it won't matter. He's going to be the number one guy once <laughs> Terry McLaurin gets injured. <laughs> why 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 Curtis Samuel got to be hurt? I mean, he hurt I'm now. I'm not saying he that. He hurt I, now, but why he got to be hurt? Sorry. He got a big questionable. His feelings are hurt. <laughs> he got a big Q next to his name. What that stand for? Uh, is, it, is he questionable already? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Right See, the, I, it's a Washington thing. <laughs> no, it's not a Washington thing. It's a he Carolina, wasn't hurt in, it's in a Carolina. Carolina thing because Kyle Allen got a Q, too. No, that is 100% a Washington thing because Kyle Allen and Curtis Samuel were, were career Ironmen, or career Kyle Allen, uh, in, in Carolina. <laughs> Just making the point that they both came from there. Uh, no, but they li- ended up losing also Morgan Moses, the right tackle. So you you take you 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 add a tackle to lose a tackle. Uh, you lose Alex Smith. I think that's actually bigger than anything else. I, Alex Smith, I think, really was the glue that held Washington together last year, and we can talk about right, that in the a backlash of bringing Kyle Allen back. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I, I didn't. I did not like that. I think Washington kind of missed on the quarterback moves here. Uh, and then you lost Ryan Kerrigan as well, and I think that's huge because Ryan Kerrigan is a is a veteran. He is a leader of that defense for one, but okay. two, he went in division. You're going to see him twice this year. Hmm. So that's even. Uh, I think that was just a bad move by Washington. Two two back to back bad moves by Washington with losing Alex Smith and having him retire and Ryan Kerrigan leaving as well. Yeah, and I mean they got some serviceable draft picks but you know we'll see what what, what that remains to be seen for right now but, yeah um yeah uh wow 
you couldn't have said it more um, better than when they missed on the quarterback. Because this is basically what I was seeing, what I thought was felt to happen in Chicago. <sighs> and that this God. is not a knock to Ryan Fitzpatrick, but when you have a, and I know when you, we, we all have done it, we make a short list. And toward the end of our list, we, you know, we have, we have certain names, but then it, it's it, every so often on that short list, we'll put that last name on there just in the pinch. If I have to go with this guy. Yeah. That was Ryan Fitzpatrick. And, and it's, I, I almost want to say what Chicago pulled off is what Washington was trying to pull. With their quarterbacks. I'm even talking about mm-hmm. Andy Dalton. We beat him to the punch. I'm not saying most people like throw Andy Dalton away. Well, if I had to choose between Ryan Fitzpatrick and Andy Dalton. I'm taking Andy Dalton. I think I'm going to take it. I wanted Andy Dalton last year when we missed out on Cam Newton. That is but, true. I do remember know, us having that conversation. And people was talking about, well, did you see what Andy Dalton did? Yeah. Did you see that town team last year? I'm like, his numbers came out pretty damn good at the end of that when it was all said and done, considering what he was up against. He didn't have much to work with. No, um, but I'm not sitting there saying that he's about to be leaps and boundaries in Chicago because now he has to learn a whole new offense, and I'm not going down there. But just, I'm just saying that I don't expect him to have leaps and bounds. Uh, he's going to be making all these leaps and bounds. But Ryan Fitzpatrick is fine. It's just not that. It's not that guy when you if you have him, you just like man, I feel so. You don't get those warm tinglies. It's just <laughs> like okay, if he's on, we're good. But if he's off. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, we just got whoever we got. You and know? I'll say that the Chicago situation with in context with Washington is completely different because Andy Dalton is is a for sure upgrade from uh, Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles. I think we all agree on that. Yeah. No matter what, we will have better quarterback play, even if we don't play Justin no, Fields. No, but the other component was that. That Washington wanted Justin Fields as well. They were just saying, we beat him to the punch with both quarterbacks. Where yeah. They had to settle for Ryan Fitzpatrick and bringing yeah. Kyle Allen back, or no, and I get that. Are like our Nick Foles situation. Yeah. Well, we and still they, have him on the roster. We're, I know we're trying I'm to trade him, but any any Washington fan should be saying we still we we still got Kyle Allen on the roster. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I was getting. At. I'm, just, I'm just making a comparison. Not saying it's the same thing. It's just very similar. No, but what I was going to say is if you're if you're comparing the Andy Dalton specifically and the Ryan Fitzpatrick as this same ish thing, you're right. Um. Yes, Andy Dalton is a clear upgrade for us in in Chicago, even if we don't play Justin Fields this year, which, again, we'll get into the NFC North in, in a right. few episodes down the road. But right. uh, with that, Andy Dalton is a clear upgrade from our last year's quarterbacks. Like, that's yes. hands down. There's no question there. We will have better quarterback play with Andy Dalton on the roster. Washington, Ryan Fitzpatrick, to me, is not better than Alex Smith. Well, I think Alex Smith had a for the the short stint we get to we got to see him last year, mm-hmm. he played much better football, and he he's the reason why I think they even had a shot at winning the division, and they eventually did win the division is because they played with Alex Smith, and they were just like, well, damn, I thought we throw him out there, and we were giving up the season, but he went out there and won us the damn division. I think sure. they were trying to tank last year, Maybe and they, they thought they that Alex Smith was going to be the the key to tanking, mm-hmm. but Alex Smith is that good. Yeah, and you know, in his exit, he said, you know, they didn't see things out of eye. And yeah, they wished him well, and they sent them. I mean, and yeah, I mean, then you see all the stuff that's coming out of this Washington organization. They had a lot of skeletons, you know, and it's they're cleaning house right now. So I mean, now the field and the players, 
it seemingly there it hasn't really spilled over into that area, but everything else about the organization has just been in question right mm-hmm. now. So, I think Curtis Samuel is a nice first step because it, I mean, it, hopefully he can get healthy for, for before the season and everything will be good there. Because Curtis Samuel, I, I think he's underrated as hell as a as a number two wide receiver. He is fantastic to me. Yeah, I mean, but then you know, but, but I, considering the skill sets of a Teddy Bridgewater and how they were running the offense, yeah. you know, it just it limits his ability. I mean, he really does depend on what the hell the quarterback does. Now, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I don't know how much of an upgrade. Not, I think it's linear. It, I was going to just say, is this the lateral move? Yeah. You know, just like, okay, just a slightly different skill set, same kind of results type of thing. But Curtis Samuel is going to get some of that, you know, Allen Robinson treatment. Like, you're just never probably going to play with an elite. But is he the number one? I mean, because I still think if a healthy Terry right. McLaurin is is still, I think, a very valuable guy to just, have. He's a he's a he's a Tyreek Hill light. I was going to say this might be that poor man's version of you know the whole you know um, um, Jarvis Landry. Oh, uh, Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham. I'm trying to <laughs> lead with him, but I can't even say his name. It's almost like a poor version of that, and I'm not saying hmm. that this is a poor. They are poor, but you know what I'm saying a step, you know, a, a tier two version of that, where they, you really got two number ones. Now, now, now not necessarily hmm. high number ones, but they middle of the road to you know if there's a top ten, here's your eight, nine, ten guys. Yeah, you know, and that's fine. You know, it's just they're not your top five or six guys. You know, and that's. But these, they they have both have number one potential is what I'm saying. But could they be? Would they? Could they have you know a number two wide receiver performance at the end of the year? Possibly because you have to still think about efficiency of the rest rest of the offense. Is the run game going to improve? Is it going to take away from the passing game? Is the offensive line going to be able to hold up where this is even relevant in the first place? <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Where yeah. this looks good right here, just looking at this, you know, this list, but. How's it gonna look when I put all this out on the field? You know, yeah, y'all look like a band of misfits. So y'all gonna look like a team that's really looking to make another playoff push. You know, and that's I'm not gonna say it remains to be seen. We also we obviously picked them to win the division. It's just how is how well was this look at the end of the year? Like, will y'all be one of these low ranking, like I said, honorary playoff teams going in? Just I do think so because I have them. You have to win. Somebody has to win the division, <laughs> and I have them at eight and nine. Wow, and I have them at ten and seven. Really? Okay. I mean, that's not too far off. I no, mean, no. It's I know. I and I was, I started at nine, and I just. Eh. Just I kept going over and going over, and I, I just I pushed them up to ten wins. Yeah. It's like I'm like I think y'all can. Which and, I, which, and I'm saying, is, was there a specific game that you were like I, I don't see them losing that one? It's I was <laughs> a couple I was teetering. Back. Okay, it's because I got these I can I can kind of see you dropping. It's it's not even one of those. You know, you look at a hardcore. Yes, win, loss, loss. I've been looking at like six of these games. Like you know, I watch too much NFL. <laughs> I could see you losing that game. I could see, see you winning that one. The variations of these six. I'm like, I can see this going the opposite. This is not going to be the consensus pick. And I'm like, well, that's funny because too much of that. Well, so schedule. I have such a fluid, like I have Washington anywhere from eight to 10. I put them at eight and nine because it's the lower end of it. And I don't, even with Let's those 50, there. 50 games, I'm just like, I can't give you the benefit of the doubt. Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick to win those, <laughs> to win those games. Um, games, man. He got a Tebow issue. But I still, but going back on it, I have Dallas anywhere from six 
to nine games. So I still have them at eight and nine as well, fluidly. And I have the Giants anywhere from five to seven wins. <laughs> Interesting. So I, I'm just sitting in a position where like Dallas actually could end up winning this and I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. But I think for sure the Giants could get close. I think that they might be in the mix at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. But I th- they think they're one of the teams that have like five straight divisional games at the end of the season. And that's just, I don't see how Daniel Jones is going to duke that out. Gotcha. So I think that they're going to be in a situation where it's like, okay, we need to just win our division to get in. Mm-hmm. And they're just going to get pummeled on these road games in division late in the season. Team's probably not going to be anywhere near as healthy as they need to be. I mean, you got to also remember, guys, this is an 18-week schedule, a 17-game schedule. Right. Still only have one bye week. This is going to be a war of attrition this year. Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> these teams with these suspect rosters, this entire division is I, – I, in these 50-50 games, especially late in the season, you also have to take into account these teams are not going to be healthy. Like, I just – there's there's too many variables working against the NFC East this year where – I just don't see how they're going to be, how any of these teams are going to be in the running to make a real significant playoff push this year. Wow, and their last five division games are all, their last five games are all division games. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're, you're going to play in division, which is already hard hard enough. And I think half of them are on the road, correct? All three, like, they have three road divisional games to wrap up the season? Three out of five. Yep. And you're in eighteen week schedule like this is gonna be, you're gonna be dead tired at this point of the year. They have a freaking oh my god, this schedule is horrible. Yeah, so it's Buffalo. it's Man, not easy. Orleans, Kansas City, Green Bay, Denver. <laughs> at Green well, Denver Bay, sucks, at Denver. so I think they might win that at one. Denver. But I still think they might win. Denver's See, bad. I'm saying, but it's, it's we'll talk de- about it's, the it's Denver. West. You know, a mile high, the air is thin. Mid-season, these guys, you know, I'm just saying, these guys ain't always up for that. Then they get a week off just to lick their wounds, but just to now face Tampa. <laughs> and then they get to go to Carolina for this epic revenge game. And, oh, my God. they, Yeah, well, at least the Bears are not alone. Gosh. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of tough schedules, but I, the Bears yeah. keep just getting effed over we still, year after year, have one of the hardest schedules, right. top 10 hardest schedules in the league. I've never understood that. Um, but, I mean, is there anything else in this well, division that you wanted to discuss really quick? Just, well, I'm just giving off my quick runoff makeshift predictions here. And I had Washington. And I said I had them low. Didn't know you had them lower. But <laughs> <laughs> I told you I have them under 500. I didn't. I, when I seen that, I'm like, whoa. Okay. Because at that point, I do have I had Washington at 10 and 7. Yeah. At Dallas at nine and eight, at Philadelphia at eking in a seven and ten record, you know, and then New York at five and twelve. You seven know. and ten for Philadelphia. That's I know, I know, I'm swinging. I mean, I have them at six and eleven. I'm so. swinging. I know. I, I felt <laughs> it was a bit of a stretch. I just thought they was gonna have this small cushion on New York, like they weren't gonna be like one game at them. Just okay. Like, it's just and it's I, this seventeen game is throwing me off. Yeah. It's it just. Okay, if you throw an extra game out there, okay, that's an extra win or extra loss for somebody. You know, it's just it's an extra game. That's what I'm I'm playing around with the numbers anyway. It, 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 
if it it could be plus minus one either direction for me at this point, just mm-hmm. based on that one game. But I think the variations of you know the the margin of wins and losses as to where they rank it in that division. I think it's really a game or two here. I'm one game behind you there. It's not going to be like yeah, just super top heavy division winners and just three 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 doormat teams sitting at the bottom of the division. You know. Yeah. No, I'm like. Yeah, four and four versus one is not going to necessarily be close, but the first top three, I mean, it's it's just going to be whoever you know. They they all could have would have had had an opportunity to take the division at some point. Yeah. You know, I, you're saying it's going to be New York. I'm saying it's going to be Philadelphia. I don't even care if I'm wrong. It just, <laughs> it I just I because I can't never get a read on Philadelphia anyway. It's real easy to say I don't think they're going to do anything, and they keep doing stuff. It's just like I have to keep. <laughs> I have to look beyond what I'm seeing because they're a very unattractive team to me. And it's just, I don't, it's not, I mean, doing analysis on it, it's just rough. It's just like, oh my gosh, man. Going back to Philadelphia really quickly here, I did have this question about them. Because I, I know you said you, you think that they should be, but I do think that they are in a rebuild. Mm. Okay. Either way, two years removed, I guess three years now, removed from a Super Bowl. Have we ever seen a team go into a full-on rebuild that quickly? Is there anyone from the top of your head that you can think of that fast within the three-year span from winning the Super Bowl? You're hoisting the Lombardi Trophy in February. Three years later, you're talking about, man, we got to move up to QB. We just fired our head coach. We need to retool everything. It wasn't in that nature. Maybe I'm not necessarily accurate, but... It started with almost a dismantlement, but I was going to say the, the Bears. And they, as soon as they won the Super Bowl, and all of a sudden they just started dismantling the defense. They started shoveling pieces off left and right, and I'm like, what are you doing? And so over the next course of the next two years, they were virtually just a shell of themselves, and then and then they were trying. Then they was getting rid of Buddy Ryan, the defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. and then it eventually led up to Mike. D- it was just over a series of time, but it may have st- extended over beyond three years. But it started immediately after that first year. After gotcha. that first year, but if that's in a very exaggerated version, that's what I'm saying. That's maybe the closest thing I could think of off the top of my head. Yeah, closest. And I'm not even. I don't even know fully if that's the greatest example of that that i can use but that's that's what came to mind i don't okay it just happened because i just because i to me i mean i definitely knew about the dismantlement i thought it to to me again this before i was 10 years before me so i don't i don't i did not get to witness this but uh i do know that we had a we broke it up after that 85 run i just i thought it took longer than than that but that's just that's me. That's what I'm saying. It, it extended over years because it was just piece by piece. They just kept doing it year after year. It was like, it was like this extended edition by subtraction. Because this is the process. fastest I've seen. For, cause it I, probably was. Like, this is just insane that you're you're a team that literally is sitting on the – you're on the top of the world <clears throat> in 2017, 2018, that, that offseason. Mm-hmm. And boom, on a flip of a switch, you just immediately are now just the – doormat of the league or one of no, Houston nah, definitely yeah. holds that title right now because <laughs> yeah, Denver didn't do it and New England definitely didn't do it no I, I'm going back and I'm just like I don't really not a Super Bowl winning maybe team. Baltimore with Joe Flacco but but, but Joe Flacco was even there for so much longer than that 
Right, and that was going. And Harbaugh's that. still there, so thinking, yeah. I'm thinking 2000 when you said that. I'm like, he wasn't. That was different. They, no, I thought about 20 to what, 13. Yeah, yeah. No, they <laughs> changed it significantly. Like they, they literally have you, no. your your core pieces, quarterback and coach gone. <laughs> it's it was weird, and I mean there was yeah, this this whole cleaning house thing, but. It it's another contribute to this division, man. These four franchises are uniquely in some very dark, questionable places right now in the NFL and decision making, uh, you know, and franchise processes and so on and so forth. It just, what are y'all doing over here? You know, it, it may it's, it's it's baffling to me. And they got a, like the the head coach they hired. Uh, I think it's. Is that Sirianni over there? I, I I don't remember who it was, but man, I, I I have no read on him. Like that's one of the only new head coaches that are that it's here for this season that I just have no idea what to expect from him. Hmm. So like this, like that's why I'm just like Philadelphia. You are like, that's why I feel like they're in a full fledged rebuild. Like even though yes, you have what you think is your franchise quarterback moving forward mm-hmm. in Jalen Hurts. I still don't know that, and I feel like you guys still don't know that. You're just saying it because it, it sounds better than, oh, we're in a rebuild and we're just trotting out what we have for now until we figure out what the hell we're going to do the next. The only reason why I don't say that in a rebuild is because, really, until they start declaring it and you start seeing seriously, you know, them making serious moves, not just doing a status quo, we got draft picks, we're just going to go to the draft and we'll just get and tool this. And mm-hmm. What are you tooling? <laughs> You know, you lost. Polish you, a turd, it's still a turd. Most of the <laughs> offense was gone through all through contracts, you know, inspiring contracts and people you needed to get off the books, and it was time to turn the page anyway. It's kind of like you, you know, you just had a a, a team that expired on you. <laughs> really, it, that's why I'm saying it. they're not they're not really rebuilding, and that's problematic because I'm like you all should be. You know, like mm-hmm. now, there's no point in. Let's just okay. We got Jalen Hurts. Let's run this out. Look what we got. We going. We got some young young pieces, and we're tooling it. Let's just see what we got this year, and let's evaluate it that way. I have a golden opportunity, even with this guy, to give him all the best possible pieces, and give yourself as a franchise the best team that you could possibly put out there, as opposed to being lazy, and irresponsible, and then and then trying to buy yourself time for the next year with this and with this Jalen Hurts project. And it's like, okay, that's the division is so bad. I'm still gave him seven wins. Probably gave him three good wins too many. I mean, maybe four wins too many. Who knows yeah. if the team would be be a, a three and a three and fourteen team? You know, wouldn't be surprised. You know, like you know, this is a bad division, man. I'm just being generous on the aspect of these are NFL players, and they will at some point decide to play with a little pride. That's all I'm giving them. So <laughs> therefore, you should get contract, seven wins, pride. right? You should get five <laughs> wins. I mean, damn, is it too much to ask? And you gonna do? I mean, y'all gonna take the under on this and, and prove me wrong and get two? You know, like seriously? I'm like, man, you really are. You really have lived up to who y'all are. It's what are the Vegas odds for Philadelphia's win total? <laughs> Here we go with the Vegas odds. <laughs> Let's see where I'm at. Let's see how over I am. I was only one over last week. Uh. Because I was stretching it with 10 wins. With <laughs> Let's see. Sorry. You got to go to FanDuel Here for this. Go. Here we go. Here we go. FanDuel, if you want to sponsor us, please. Man, that would be wonderful. 
What, I what, see you're handing out checks left and right. I'll definitely take one. What promos do we have to uh, speak <laughs> on their behalf? Uh, you send it to me. I'll say whatever I need to. Uh, all right. NFL win totals. Got to find Philadelphia. Got to put on my glasses because I can't read. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they are sitting at... Come on. Wow. Six and a half. Boom. <laughs> and I say seven. I guess I'm going under because I took six. <laughs> I'm always on the higher end. So yeah. it's, it's fine. Oh, no, no. Sorry. Just, no, no, no. I was right. Six and a half. Okay. Six and a half. And I had him at seven wins. See, I'll take it like look, mm. round it up. Yeah. It just take it. I, there's a science to this. It's called <laughs> basic arithmetic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, me, me and you are both technically spot on. Six, mm-hmm. seven wins. Like, it's, I just, I don't, I, I just, I guess I, you for take, somehow. You take the lower end of your range, and I, I tend to just take a little more of the higher end. It's just, for whatever reason, it's just what I see versus what you see. It, it doesn't even matter why you take it. On I don't even have a problem with it. That's what I'm saying. If the variation is like two games. I'm like, yeah. It's one thing to be like, what? You, yeah, Buffalo, hey, six wins. <laughs> God. Come on, dude. You don't even have a conversation. <laughs> moving on. You know, look at this guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that this division is not a fun one. I, I just, I don't <laughs> think that there's going to be too much. Nothing coming out the East is fun on either side. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the AFC East is a little bit more interesting because. say it wasn't. I'll just say much fun coming out of the East. Yeah. Oh, well, fair. Well, go ahead. <laughs> um, no, I got yeah, the East Coast of, of the NFL is going to be pretty i think is going to be pretty chalk especially when it extends all the way to texas <laughs> moving on i just thought it was my point about these damn divisions but go ahead all right let's Glad wrap things up here <laughs> let us oh do you have a question of the day or i don't do it i, I haven't been doing it for these takes just okay. yet you've been kind of doing the under the under the, uh, over and under which you know i've been nailing by the way yeah <laughs> Well, then let's leave it at that. Over-under for Philadelphia. What do you guys think about this team? Because I think that they absolutely are putrid. Um, and what is the number set at again? For the- six and a half. So you can't be – you're not pushing on this one. Be right. <laughs> <Decal. laughs> So let's leave it at that. Uh, thank you guys again for listening. Go follow us on Twitter at the underscore square pod. Like, rate, subscribe, and please do share as well. And we will catch you guys in the next one. Have a good night.